It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. That's right, it is Go Birds Radio here from the beautiful Parks Casino. Tons of comfy chairs, tons of great TVs. I can only imagine what this place was like last night when the Phillies were up 5-2 to two and everyone was feeling great. I, of course, am Elliot Shore Parks. No James Seltzer today, sadly. Obviously, James, we miss you, buddy. We're excited to listen to you and Jack Fritz on the pregame. But I am here with Devin Caney. Devin, Hello. what's up? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm... A, excited to be here with you. Sad about the Phillies last night. Yes. Uh, in a way, I don't envy people who came out to a sports book to watch because I cannot <laughs> imagine the vibes were very good by the end of the game. Not um, many live bets, I'd imagine, on Arizona. No. Besides Jack Fritz, obviously, who, who always <laughs> does that. But 215-592-9494. So last night, uh, I'm out with my wife and friends. We're, we're watching the game. And when it's 5-2, to two, I was so excited to come in today. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're the Phillies, I, I feel great about where they were at. I actually feel really good about the Eagles-Dolphins, which we'll get into in a little bit. And then, of course, everything falls apart. But I'm still excited to be here. I'm excited to talk to the callers. One of my favorite parts of this job is being able to talk to people about how they feel. If we have to be an emotional support group for the next two hours for everybody, (laughs) I'm happy to do it. But I don't know about you, Devin. We'll get into kind of our main takeaways from, from that game. But for me, coming off of that loss, it was my biggest fear coming to life going into this series against Arizona my biggest fear was can this team handle expectations can this Phillies team that gets to be a fun loving you know what a special run that was last year it's all about the fans how great Citizens Bank is can they be the team that is supposed to go in and handle business and do it in those first two games against Arizona they did but what we've seen the last two games is a team that in my opinion is struggling to handle expectations Last year, they go into their their playoff run, and there were no expectations. The first time this team had expectations was when they went up and they won that game 7-0. They're up 2-1 against Houston. What happens? The next game, no hit. They completely collapse. They lose three in a row. 
to start the year, everyone's so excited about this Philly season, the most anticipated season in a long time. They start one and five, don't win the division. This year, the, after that seven to nothing win against Arizona, going into Arizona, they were the favorites probably for the first time. They were probably favorites against Miami in the wild card round. But outside of that, in a real playoff series, the first time they've been favorites since the, the, since the postseason last year, they go up 2-0, they win that next game 10 nothing. And what we're watching is a team that is choking. So, Devin, I come to you, and I say, like, I'm not going to be Mr. Positive today because it's not how I feel. Yes, Citizens Bank is awesome. Yes, his team has given us massive, uh, exciting moments. And I do believe that to an extent, this team still has it in them to win the World Series. But I would be absolutely lying, and I never lied to the Go Birds listeners, even though this feels like <laughs> high hopes radio today. I never lied to the Go Birds listeners. I'm nervous about this, about this team. Castellanos isn't hitting well. The, the bullpen looks like it's a mess. And this is a team to me, the biggest advantage they had was that they go to the ballpark excited to play. They go to the ballpark feeling like they are going to dominate. I do not see that from this team right now. I am worried about where they're at. So I agree with you in that they're, the vibes are off with the The Phillies. vibes are very off. They, like, every time they pan over to the dugout as well, like they just don't look like they're enjoying themselves, but they're also you know not playing in Citizens Bank Park. And that's kind of what I chalked up the, the loss in their first game in Arizona to. Like, all right, you know, they count, they're coming off a 10 to nothing win in front of a sold-out Citizens Bank Park. Like, obviously, it's going to be a shock to the system. So kind of let that one go. I was very confident going into last night's game all right, they're going to get it back. That wasn't the Phillies. And you know what? The bats did start get going. I agree with you on Nick Castellanos, and Alec Bohm continues to be a problem. Stott's um, not Stott's pitched Stott's well. Not, yeah, Stott's not hitting well. But they did still get going a little bit offensively, and that's promising to me. The rest that we saw from the Phillies and from Topper last night, that's not them. Mm -hmm. And that's also why I'm confident that they can still bounce back. Look, I think this series is going to go on a bit longer than me or anyone wanted it to or expected it to. Did not expect it to be tied up. But they have one more game out in Arizona. Then they come right back home. They have their ace pitching tonight. I think they'll get it back. They'll learn from their mistakes. If you look at last night, yes, Topper made some incredibly massive mistakes. You know, you put, you put Hoffman in, in the fourth inning. You turn it into essentially a bullpen game, but then you look back to what he did in the first game against the Braves with Ranger Suarez, and last night was almost an inverse of that. Mm -hmm. Had he had it worked out, had Kirkering, you know, thrown strikes, had Kirkering, by the way, had, I mean, <laughs> yeah, a yeah. little well, nervous about mm, him too. Yeah, well, also, why would you put Kirkering in when he's never pitched back-to-back -back games, yeah. not just in the MLB, in his career in the minors ever, and then you put him in this massive spot, and he's so young. Oh, we'll get into all that. But just a lot of mistakes that had they worked out, we would be having a different conversation right now, Elliot. We'd be sitting yeah. here saying master class in managing once again by Rob Thompson. Unfortunately, it didn't go his way because the bullpen, bullpen imploded. I personally do not want to see Craig Kimbrell in a Phillies uniform ever again. I think he's cooked. Yes. But I think that the Phillies can bounce back because I don't think what, how they played and what they were last night and the game before, that is not Philadelphia Phillies baseball. That is not the team that we've come to love throughout this postseason. So I'm worried in 215-592-9494. I am curious what people think about Topper's decision to pull Sanchez so early. I was actually mostly okay with it. It worked out up until Kimbrell blew it. Like, it did. Like Kimbrell, they had a 5-2 yeah, lead. If, if Kimbrell doesn't blow the lead, if he doesn't give up that home run, and then, look, Alvarado came in, and I still blame Kimbrell, but Alvarado did give up the winning run for what it's worth. Alvarado is someone that last year in the postseason was lights out, and he is still one of the few bullpen pieces I have faith in. 
But for all this criticism of, of Topper pulling Sanchez too early, it was going to work out until Kimbrell blew it. And I know you go back-to-back -back days with Kimbrell, and I don't have faith in Kimbrell either, but what do you want him to do? I guess maybe you don't go to Hoffman as early, so you have him later for a high-leverage spot. And that's a little part of my worry with this team, where I'm okay with pulling Sanchez, but that felt a little reactionary, right? And then Boehm making, making mistakes, uh, running to second base on the, you know, getting called out there on the air. Oh, my and, God. And for what it's worth, this offense that looked so great the first two games, they've been lucky to score mostly. In the first game, uh, Harper scores on the uh, the wild pitch. In the second game, they Boehm barely gets a hit with the bases loaded. They get lucky with the bad throw. To me, they look nothing like the team that we saw in Philadelphia. And my worry is that these are the Phillies we're going to see when expectations are high. Like, this is the team we've repeatedly seen. Again, I'll go back through it. Last year, blew it in the World Series. This year, blowing it now. And so while I have confidence to an extent, and I look, you've been at a lot of the games down at Citizens Bank Park mm -hmm. too. It's hard for me to believe Arizona is going to come to Philadelphia and, and win a game here. Because we saw in Philly they completely then, Arizona. Then why like, don't you have confidence in the Phillies? Because the Phillies are a team. Because they, they only have one more game out in Arizona because, in that morgue of a ballpark. And right. Then they well, come for back what it's worth, the morgue of the ballpark hasn't looked that you know, empty. You know, I know there's a lot of Phillies fans down there. But while well, I just mean it's a poorly designed ballpark and it looks super well, dark and depressing in there. Don't and their get me mascot started. is terrifying. The fact so last night I believe it was Trey Turner and JT Romuto, two of those long balls that they hit mm -hmm. would have been home runs in over half of the ballparks. Right. It is absurd that in today's world we still have ballparks that have different dimensions. It's insane to it, me. It's ridiculous. I believe, oh it's how it's always been and you know this is baseball. No, it's dumb is what it is. And frankly, if we all use the same dimensions, the Phillies are probably up 3-1 to one today instead of 2-2. Two, two. Right. But regardless, you ask why I'm worried because they still have games in Philly. Because this Phillies team is choking in front of our eyes. And they are a team that can't handle expectations. They can't do it. Time and time again, we've seen when they have expectations, they've not gotten the job done. And my worry is... Wait, and time and time again, when else have... Yeah, the World, Series, the World Series last year, yes. Yeah, yes. last year in the World Series, the start of this season, they're not handling expectations well against the Diamondbacks. And let's be honest, this is a Phillies team that has not played in a lot of games with expectations. There's a reason they weren't a playoff team for all those years in a row. So many years at the end, uh, you know, you think back to the Marlins series where Nola blew it. I believe it was 2020 or 2021 uh, late. Like, I think this Phillies team, you joked and said, you know, we, we started with vibes, right, for, for the show. Mm -hmm. The Phillies team are a pure vibes team. When things are going well, they are unstoppable. Right. When they're up 3-0, when they're up 4-0, we saw that. It gets to 10-0. When they're at the ballpark, when they can be the team that everybody's rooting for, they're an outstanding team. That The clubhouse is so impressive in that way in that they're able to celebrate but also take things seriously when they're ahead, when they're not expected to be the team that's supposed to win. We've seen them crumble. And so I do think there's – I would still probably pick them to win this series – but I am definitely worried that this team is going to blow it. Like, those are the makings of blowing a, a, a catastrophic playoff series. Having the Kimbrel thing happen. Having the bats go quiet in Arizona. Like, this team is blowing in front of our eyes. And while I love the vibes of Red October and the fun part of it, mm -hmm. I'm worried not enough people are seeing what's happening right in front See, of I us. See, I don't think anything's happening. I think they had... They just blew two games. They, the first game out in Arizona, yes, they blew. Like, that that was bad. Yeah. I honestly think that was more of a Phillies loss than a Diamondbacks win. I think last night the bullpen blew it, and, and Rob Thompson managed himself into a corner by making it a bullpen game way too early. Sanchez was doing fine. I mean, 
Also, talk about dumb mistakes by the team. Sanchez didn't even know how many outs there were. Yeah, that was bad. Alec Bowen made an error. Uh, JT Real Muto. They just weren't playing like the Philadelphia Phillies that we know and love. This team's energy, though, look, the past two games aside, put those away. They are the most fun team in Philadelphia that I can remember in my lifetime, including the 2017-2018 Philadelphia Eagles, Yeah, where you can just tell they have that it factor. They have that chemistry. And I was honestly a doubter. You talk about, you know, the beginning of the season and expectations. I honestly thought last postseason that they kind of just caught fire at the right time and somehow made it to the World yeah. Series. Like, half on luck, honestly. Like, yeah, they're a good team, but they weren't playing consistently yeah, they good Yeah, they weren't as good this year. Right. Yeah. Like, we last were just year. excited that they made the postseason last year, and then yeah. all of a sudden there they were in the World Series. So I kind of had this doubt in the back of my mind that I didn't voice that often because I didn't want to, you know, ruin anyone's day by saying, like, That's what I you know, I, I don't yeah. know if this team's actually that good and if they're definitely going to make it back to the World Series. And now here we are where I did start to believe, and I still believe that this team, when you have Bryce Harper, who's so hungry for a championship, yeah. when you had Nick Cassianos, you know, when they get punched in the face, they just come back and hit right back. And I think they're going to do that tonight. I think they're going to win. They have Zach Wheeler on the mound now. There's no bullpen game in sight. Um, well, because there's no bullpen. Like, well, <laughs> who are they well, going to yeah. be able to use tonight? That, well, Wheeler, better get, Wheeler better be able to get you to seven, yeah. seven or eight innings. But right. 215-592-9494. You said something there that, that piqued my, my interest. And, like, I'll be upfront with everybody. I know I'm frustrated today. So, you know, this is a venting hour, right? These times between games four and five, Say what you want. No one's going to be held to it after game five. But, like, the use of the word fun, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. It's fun. The Phillies are fun. Going down winning to Winning is fun. Go, yeah, winning is fun. Going down to the ballpark is awesome. I've loved being there. You know, I, dude, there's 94 to be people everywhere. I get to see you, James, Jack, Ava, mm-hmm. Ike. Like, it's a party down there. Get to see all the callers. I'm a little sick of the Phillies' crutch being that, like, they're a fun team that has a loud crowd. Their crutch, like, the way, like, it's time to get serious as a team. No more sloppy base running mistakes. No more of this, like, Kimbrel stuff where he comes in and he's completely undependable. So I understand the whole fun thing, but fun can only take you so far. Now it's time to be the top dog. Now it's time to be the aggressor. It's time to be the team that has expectation and that wins. And this whole, like, cute red October, the crowd, like, I love it. It's something I'll remember the rest of my life. But it's not going to win you a World Series. They're not going to win a World Series because of the crowd. It'll be part of it, and they'll be hard to beat at it's home. It's the best home field advantage in baseball. But they're, they're going to have to play road games. And we're seeing that on the road, they can't handle it. They can't handle the expectations. Again, last year, blew it in the World Series. So I understand I'm frustrated now. I still think they're going to win the series. But I'm a little tired of the Phillies getting to be discussed as this, like, happy-go-lucky team where it's like, oh, it's so loud at the park, and, like, look how hard they try. No, it's time to go out and play like a team that's supposed – they were favorites, but, you know what but they, they were seen? favorites to win the World Series a week ago. Yeah. Like, where did that team go? Where did They're that team there. go? They're still there. They're still there. They They're not in be, Arizona. I, I get what you're saying. Vibes and fun can only get you so far, and I do think that maybe the crowd is, is leaned on a bit too much, but they do have an they undeniable home for sure. field advantage. The I, crowd impacts – the game and the outcome of the games at Citizens Bank Park more than any other venue in the postseason. I agree with that. I think the Phillies play their best baseball when they're having fun. So I think it is important for them to remember that this is still a fun baseball team and to get out there and enjoy the sport that they clearly know and love. 
I think right now they're almost too serious. So I actually think they need to do the opposite of what you're saying, where it sounds like you're saying they need to like hunker down and get really serious about it. Yeah, I think it's time to get I serious think, no, about No, I think they need to loosen up. They all seem like they are going to a funeral out there. They don't look like they're having fun. They need to remember who right. they are. And I think it's easy to forget that, you know, when you fly out, you're not playing at home. Yeah, I, no, look, I, I understand, and I cover an Eagles team, and obviously we both talk about Eagles team, mm -hmm. that is used to hand, having expectations. Every time the Eagles go out on the field, whether it's home, away, playoffs, Super Bowl, preseason, whatever, every snap, even training camp, frankly, mm -hmm. every snap they take is met with the expectation of the whole city wanting them to be great. I think the Phillies are finding out what that's like, and they've not been able to handle it well. So I get your point about fun, and this is a go-lucky team. And I do think they have a great clubhouse, and they've shown the ability to be a winning team. Obviously, we've seen that in the first two games and what they did against Atlanta. But when you say they co they're coming in tight and, like, they look stressed out, and frankly, I think you see that a little bit with some of the managerial decisions, like pulling yeah. Sanchez so early. Overthinking uh, it Boom, a bit. forcing it to second base. Like, I get your point about they need to loosen up, but part of that is because when this team feels pressure, they blow it. Like, they choke. Like, let's be honest. That's what this Phillies team has been. So, do I think they can win the series? When they feel pressure, they choke. They lost to the Braves last series and came back and punched them in the face. Bryce yeah, Harper hit game. two home runs. So, here's an interesting fact, and no big deal to me. I'm just a baseball guy, so I'm going <laughs> to drop it. I looked this up today. So, the Phillies this year, when they lose two games in a row, mm -hmm. in the following game, so that third game, they're 5-10. and ten. This is a team that is streaky. When wow, they, you are a baseball guy. You like that? I'm a stat guy. Good stat. I'm the Ray well, not a good stat. Ray but. Dinger of baseball. <laughs> but, or Rube, I guess I should say. Um, but I guess what I mean is we saw this Phillies team all year. They are a vibes team. When, mm -hmm. thing is go when things are going well, they are unstoppable. Well, but when things start to fall apart, like they spiral. They do. This year we saw long losing streaks followed by long winning streaks. Last year in the postseason, they lost one game to the Braves. They came back, they won. They lost one game to the Padres, came back and won. They lost that second game to the Astros, and they completely cratered. They lost three in a row. So I am worried about this team. Nick Castellanos said when we take a punch, we're able to come back. And we saw that, yeah, after one loss. I, I don't know what Philly's team is going to show up today. I don't know if it's a team I can trust. I hope they win. I think they have it in them to win. They're better than Arizona. But I don't know if they're a Philly's team that has earned the trust of the city. I think they have. They've earned my trust, at least. I have full confidence that this Phillies team can come back. And, look, I don't want to sound naive because last night's loss sucked. It really sucked. Yeah, it was it one was, of the worst losses we've seen in Philly sports. Because it was just Phillies. disgraceful. It was honestly embarrassing. Um, you know, starting with, with the errors on defense at the start of the game. And then, you know, of course, the Phillies' bats got going. They had the lead. They had a 5-2 to two lead. But then when you break it down, it really falls on the bullpen. The bullpen yes. collapsed. So when you look at the guys that are going to be out there tonight, you know, you've got the ace on the mound in Zach Wheeler. you still got Bryce Harper on your baseball team. Nick Castellanos, he'll get it together. Alec Bohm obviously has to get it together. Kyle Schwarber hit a home run last night. Like, yeah. he's still good. he's still doing well. The offense is heating up again out in Arizona, which I was worried about in the first game out there. So I think that as long as the bullpen can keep it together, which, yeah, I am worried because, like, what are you going to do if you put Alvarado in last night? Is he going to be ready to go tonight? I don't know who Thompson's going to go to now after uh, Wheeler's done. Right. But as long as they're able to hold it together, which they clearly weren't last night, why would they lose? All right, so let me ask you a few kind of, and I always 
butcher this uh, expression. Inside baseball, maybe is that the way? Inside baseball. Something like that. Let me ask you a few questions, and I want all our callers today to give me answers to this at the end of your call. Mm. 215-592-9494. I need all the real ones, all the Go Birds listeners. We'll even take High Hopes callers. I mean, you know, the James is on that pod, too. Are you so. the James or the Jack of the duo? I'm the Jack. James, there's Are only you? one James. Yeah, James yeah. is the leader of both. Pops. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't emulate James's energy, so I'm sorry. Well, for is that. that if that's coffee in your mug? I it's, feel like by the time not, you, uh, you're it should done be. That. I should have just said it was coffee. It's just water. I'm a water guy too. It is my favorite <laughs> drink by it is. far. All right, water's so, great. It is two one five five nine two. Um, so, <laughs> all right, here's my question for you, and then we'll get to the callers. Um, Harper in the lineup. Obviously, mm-hmm. I think we would both keep him at third. You don't want to move him down, down to fourth, mm-hmm. but the fourth spot with Bohm. I think when Castellanos was hitting it well, there was a lot of logic to, all right, you got to get someone better behind Harper. We've seen Arizona is not really pitching many hittable uh, pitches to, to Harper. My question for you is, would you change the lineup today and put and move Bohm down in the order and move somebody up, whether it's Castellanos, Real Muto, who would you put behind Harper for today's lineup? So I wasn't a fan uh, of changing up the lineup until last night solidified it because Alec Bohm at this point is just not doing yeah. anything. Um, and the way they're just pitching around Harper, I would put – see, before it would have been Castellanos, but now I'm, I'm worried about Castellanos because he's, he, what, he's he, not he doing anything. in Arizona? I think he's 0 for 7. No, he's swinging for the fences on yep. the first pitch of every time he's at bat. Um, I would probably put JT. You'd, so right you, but, but you would make a move for whoever it is. You would change. I would move. Yeah. You oh, would move. oh, okay. I would move. So I would not. Yeah. I would not. Why? I, because it's a vibes team. This is a team last. Like this is a team. I thought you just said vibes weren't enough. Vibes are not enough. But ultimately, we know what they are. Like this is a team. I think if you make a panic move, like it shows that it does show that it's it a shows panic. panic. And for what it's worth, Castellanos isn't hitting it that well. Ramuto's been a little bit better. So I, I would not make a change. But my second question for you is. Would you go back to Kimbrel at one point, or are you no. done pitching? No, him? you wouldn't. No, okay. no. I, just don't know I what, never want to see. I don't know. Put in like you have Lorenzen on the roster, but he won't pitch him. You have Taiwan Walker. He won't pitch him. You had like, what? I mean, honestly, I would put Hoffman in to close it, but he so couldn't would, do that, and that was where the mistakes that right. Topper made. One of the many ones was putting Hoffman in in the fourth inning last yeah. night. He put him in way too early, and yeah, I guess it worked out for that inning, but it was way too early in the game. I never want to see Craig, Craig Kimbrell pitch in a Phillies uniform again. For the rest of this postseason, I'm done. He is cooked. You can't trust him. Why Thompson did that two nights in a row with both both Kimbrell and Kirkerin is mind-blowing to me. So we were earlier in the year, uh, the morning show, which you are obviously a big part of, a, a great show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's that? Um we all went to a Phillies game, mm-hmm. lots of great fans, callers there, and we got to see uh, Bryce's 300th home run. We but did. also that day, Kimbrell blew, blew a save. Yeah. And I said that day, he is cooked, and I feel that way about him as well. The issue is you're going to have to pitch him again. Like, he is going to have to go back out there. So it's a tough spot. Topper is going to have to figure out where he's going to use him, how he wants to use him, and we're all going to have to suffer through watching that dumb arm thing he does before he pitches. <laughs> so 215-592-9494, let's start off. Here's a little a – little, uh, clue oh, i guess oh i know you. oh you know. know okay so i'm gonna have to explain I know who we're going to yeah where we start every saturday the one the only tom from abington tom i got you up i did it perfectly what up man yo Devin Keeney, making your debut on go birds how are we doing today <laughs> yo tom i'm doing well how are you 
What up, Tom? How you doing? Sorry, we got a Phillies fan yelling at <laughs> us right yeah, now. We got some crazy yeah. fans in here. People are people are fired up, Tom. <laughs> for better. Or worse. E E E. Like, do you want them to not be a vibe team, or do you want them to not change the lineup because they're a vibe team? Which is it, brother? I, I no, 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 no. My my take on this is complex, and you're trying to simplify it, which most of my takes are. I am oh, saying boy. I would I would not make a change in the lineup because I just think it shows too much panic and frankly the batters like Castellanos. That's not what you up, said. You said they're a vibe team. They are That's a vibe team. They are a vibe right. team. I agree with that. But I wouldn't uh -huh. do it because because a the hitters aren't performing well enough. Or I think they're justified to move up at this point. They've been cold the last two games. But also like yes, I I don't want them to be a vibe team. But I'm not gonna make every decision based off that. It's not okay. a, a, an umbrella of a rule. I just think in general, like, this team has to stop just being a fun team that gets cheered really loud for assistance. I got it. It's time to go out there and be winners and be serious about this. They weren't a serious team the last two games. So the two most concerning things I took out of the game last night was, first off, Sanchez did not meet the moment, um, and that's concerning for the World Series it, because we I, no I longer have – Okay. You're talking about Chris. He was okay. Yeah. He yeah. forgot how many outs there were. What do <laughs> yeah, you you're mean right. You're okay? right. My bad. I, I forgot about that. Everything came it. unraveled at that point. You're right. It's, like yeah, he it's he point. was not ready for it, and that's going to that's gonna hurt them in the World Series. If they get there, I agree with you. No, yeah, they're I, going, I predicted them to win this thing in six with a lot of crooked numbers through this series. Remember I said it would be a wild series? So this yeah, is playing out kind of the way I thought it would. Uh, I still think they take it in six, but – that concerns me for the World Series. Also, of course, you have Kimbrell because Kimbrell is going to have to get some big outs for us in the World Series, and I don't know if he can. So those two things are the two things that concern me the most. Not the well, lineup, not the bat. Yeah. Unfortunately, Tom, I think we know the answer. Tiff Kimbrell can get big outs, and I don't think that's going to be the case. So I do want well, to get your Eagles take. Yeah. Look, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the day before an Eagles game, and it wouldn't be Go Birds Radio. All right, we didn't so get your take on the game. So how are you feeling about tomorrow? I have absolutely no feel for this game for the first yeah. time in my life. This game could go either which way, and it wouldn't shock me. This game falls solely on Sirianni and Johnson to put a competent game plan together to keep that high-powered offense off the field. We'll see if he does it. I don't know which way it's going to go. Therefore, I will not predict you guys have a great weekend. Wow. My man, Tom. Tom, I don't love not making a prediction. Tom just abstains. Yeah. It's a bit from, of a cop-out. Now, here's what I'll say. Tom very very rare, uh, very often does have a good read on the game. I'm disappointed mm -hmm. to hear he does not for tomorrow. And I do want to get into the Eagles-Dolphins because this is Go Birds Radio. We do have Devin Kane here. Like, we need to talk Eagles. So, on the other side, I want to talk about the game. But I'll just say this. I think people are too nervous about this game. For me personally, I'm more nervous about the Phillies and the Diamondbacks and their ability to win this series than I am the game tomorrow against Ooh, Miami. Oh, I completely disagree. Completely disagree. I'm so scared. I'm so upset that the Kelly Green game has to be against the best offense Well, that in is football. upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> They've kind of butchered when to do the Kelly Green. Yeah. But, so we're going to get into that on the other side. We're going to keep all your calls. I see all type of real ones on the board. Excited to talk to all you guys. 215-592-9494. The questions today. Are you nervous about the Phillies yet? Have they earned your trust? Do you think they're going to close this out? And I'm also curious who you uh, feel better about, the Eagles, Dolphins, or the Phillies' ability to close out this series. So we're going to get into more on the other side. Go Birds Radio, Elliott Shore Parks, Devin Caney. And look, what a time of the year it is for Philly sports fans, for better or worse. Baseball playoffs, plus the Birds and college football, too. Fly Guys Hockey, Philly Basketball is right around the corner. Live bet it all on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. Nobody does live in-game betting better than Bet Parks. 
bet on the action as it happens. So join me right now and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet and get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. It must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. The Bet Park Sportsbook is the only sports betting app that I use myself and that I recommend. It's safe, it's easy to use. Live betting, parlays, prop teasers, they have it all on the Bet Parks app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sports Radio 94 WIP Go Birds Radio. I always love when they use this one. Do you remember 50 Cent from back in the day? Is that before you, after you? Um, I do remember you do? 50 okay. Cent. I yeah, I, you know, we're like the same age. Well, so. I, I was going to say, I think we are, yeah. Normally the, yeah. the people, other, I mean, James is old too, but normally the people I with wouldn't really remember that. Well, but. no, it's nice to, you know, be brought back to music that I actually know versus yes. the morning show that I, right. I actually don't know most it's of the It's not like, you know, Pearl Jam, Rolling Stone, yeah. all these other random bands <laughs> they play. But speaking of 21 questions, I do have a question for you, Devin. Oh, the Eagles game tomorrow. It's getting overshadowed a little bit, and, and rightfully so. Uh, obviously, this is a, a, a Phillies town right now, but the game tomorrow is a massive Eagles game. Like, if they were yeah. to – the game tomorrow is big for a lot of reasons. Super Bowl preview, big game, prove it, all those things. But you want to talk about, like, a team that is coming off a loss. The Eagles are coming off that really bad loss to the Jets. And if they lose this game tomorrow to the Dolphins, there is a very good chance that two weeks from now, when the Dallas Cowboys come here – that game is for first place in the NFC East. How are you yeah. feeling about the game tomorrow? I'd be lying if I said I was feeling great, Elliot. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. But look, the more – so at the start of this week, and honestly for the most part of this season, I've been kind of dreading this game just looking at what this Dolphins offense has been able to do. I mean, yeah. it, it. you know like the reaction video or like GIF where it's water pouring out and someone just slaps a piece of tape over it? <laughs> yes. That's what I feel like the Eagles defense is going to look like trying to contain Tyreek Hill and that – Miami offense. It's not not the best visual for no. the, uh, the Kelly Green game. No, like there aren't many solutions that I can come up with uh, to stop Tyreek Hill and, and Tua and the Miami offense. But I hope that the Eagles offense can, you know, match them touchdown for touchdown, yeah. point for point. And if they can do that and control the clock, then they do have a chance. You know, stats aside, I think this game is really big for the Eagles to prove 
who they are in this league. I, I don't know if they've done that, at least not for me so far this season, right? They haven't had a win yet that's been, at least for me, like very convincing. Like, yes, this is the team that we saw last season. This is a team that's definitely going to make it back to the Super Bowl, make it make a deep postseason run. Um, I, I haven't seen that yet. And I get, you know, a lot of September is almost like preseason these days, especially for the Eagles. They're kind of testing different things out. You know, one game you have DeAndre Swift running a million yeah. times. The next game you're throwing it all the time. It seems like they're kind of playing around with a lot of things where this game against the Dolphins feels like it is, you know, the ultimate test, especially coming off a bad loss. Jalen Hurts' worst game in recent seasons. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the worst snap can, he's maybe ever had with right, that interception. To see if they can bounce back to see if they have that mental resiliency. Um, and I do think they can. But, you know, when you ask, am I more concerned about the Phillies or the Eagles? I mean, the Eagles. I'm, I'm terrified. Just so, watch this game tomorrow, Elliot. It's so funny. We're on opposite sides of this. Like, which team has earned your trust more, the Phillies or the Eagles? It's very, very clearly the Eagles. The Eagles are a team that is, what, are 22 and, like, three in their last 25 regular season games? I think your points about the secondary and about the Eagles not knowing who they are are really smart and interesting, and I, I agree with them. But this is also an Eagles team that just wins all the time. I think the Dolphins are a team, actually, that is being overhyped. The Dolphins have a great offense. They have great receivers. They are also a team that hasn't beaten anybody. And when they played their one tough opponent this year in the Bills, they got absolutely smoked and boat raced out in Buffalo. So I think that you know, could the Eagles lose the game? Of course. This is a game where it's going to be close. I don't expect the Eagles to blow them out. But listening this week to callers and just talking to different people, obviously checking my always fun mentions. Like, <laughs> I didn't know I, you even checked those. No, I read You're every so single. Brave. I read every single thing people oh, tweet wow. me. Sadly, yeah, it's oh. you know it can affect my mood sometimes. My wife doesn't love it, but oh. but. I think people should should be confident in this Eagles team tomorrow. They have a defense that, you're right, has had issues in personnel, but they haven't had issues keeping teams off the scoreboard. I mean, everyone going into that Los Angeles game, including me, was like, the Eagles are going to need 30-plus points. This is a team right. that the, the Rams have a huge uh, advantage at receiver versus the Eagles secondary. And, yes, the Dolphins are better than the Rams, obviously, on offense. But I think the Eagles have the better defense. I think the Eagles have just as good of an offense. They're right there with them. They have the better offensive line. They have the better quarterback. The head coach is an interesting one I want to get into. But I actually feel really good about this Eagles team tomorrow. I don't think they're going to lose two games in a row. It's been two calendar years since Sirianni and Hurts did that together. Mm -hmm. It's prime time. It's at home. The Kelly Green jerseys. Uh, I think the intangibles are on their side. And I think people need to show more confidence and faith in this Eagles team because unlike the Phillies, they've, they've earned it. Well, it's an interesting. I'm going to go back to the first question you asked, and you know, who do you have more confidence in, the Eagles and the Phillies? And I think overall, it is the Eagles. It has to be the yeah. Eagles because they have been a consistently, at least like, above average team for the last what, like, decade? Like they yeah. haven't, you know, been as horrible. I mean, they've been what? They've been the best been, team in the city for the last whatever many years. Oh, 100 percent, yeah. right? Where in this particular circumstance, like you're looking ahead to tonight's Phillies game versus tomorrow night's Eagles game. I feel more confident in the Phillies coming back and winning it than I do in the Eagles team that's been very inconsistent in certain mm. areas of the ball. Coming out Sunday night, massive primetime spot, Kelly Green jersey game, yeah. and beating this Dolphins offense. You mentioned uh, Jalen Hurts is the more elite quarterback. Than what, Tua. What makes you think that? Because I, I honestly am not sure. If you asked me last season, 100%. I mean, I know. Are you Tua saying you think Tua, Tua and Hurts are – are even is that the take you are dropping on go birds radio I'm right now no i'm saying right now at this moment in the season hurts just 
coming off a game yeah. where he threw three interceptions. I yeah, mean, I, I, look, I think it's a fair point by you. I really do. I mean, Tua I think, is getting the ball out faster than any other quarterback in the yep, league right now. Yep. I, I, I can't I, confidently say that Hurts is the better quarterback. That's all I'm saying right now in this I, moment in time. I think that's a fair point. So here's what I would say about those two. One, I think Hurts is, is a better quarterback because of his ability to make plays off script. I think Tua, where Tua really falls apart, is and this is why he gets rid of the ball so quickly. He's a pre-snap quarterback. Like, he decides what he's going to do with it, and then he does it. When, but the tough thing in the NFL, and I think the Eagles feel they can take advantage of Tua here, is if you trick him and you don't, and he doesn't know what he's seeing, he cannot create on the fly. So I think where you're correct is Tua is a quarterback that I think throws a better ball than Hurts does. Tua throws one of the cleanest, prettiest balls in the league. Hurts also throws a great, uh, a great pass, but Tua does as well. So I think it is close. But I think if 32 teams got to pick which quarterback they would take, 32 teams would take Jalen Hurts. Really? I do. Okay. Well, not the injury things aside. But I, I mean, d- I would take Jalen Hurts, too. I'm just saying, like, recent performances, you put them side to side, well, it's hard to argue. I'll say this. Like, if Hurts is a 10 out of 10 right now, just to get our scoring system going, I mean, two is like an eight. Like, it, it, it's, no. not, it's not far apart. This isn't Zach Wilson and Jalen Hurts. This isn't Kirk Cousins, Mac Jones. This isn't, you know, a well, Cook Matthew Stafford. Let me ask you one more question on Hurts. What is your confidence level he can bounce back and have a great game tomorrow? Because he has to have an excellent game to beat this Miami, yeah. in Miami Dolphins team. Um. What's my confidence level in Jalen tomorrow night? I would say my confidence level, is out of a 10, to stick with that, is probably an 8. I mean, Jalen bounces back. Jalen wins games. And also, the Miami Dolphins' defense is not good. We're focusing so much on the Eagles' issues in their secondary. The Dolphins' secondary is worse than the Eagles' secondary, and they're healthy. They've, they've been worse than the Eagles' secondary has this year. So I would say I have pretty good faith in Jalen uh, coming out tomorrow night and having a good game. But 215-592-9494, I want to get to all of our callers. One of my favorite callers, and I'm sure, Devin, I can speak for you when I say one of yours as well. <laughs> the one, the only, Black Gritty. What up, man? How you doing? What up, Flip Flops? What up, PD? Don't try to butter me up. Don't try to butter <laughs> me up. Well, I feel like you're going to yell yeah. at me, so I wanted to, you know, yeah. try to, yeah. <laughs> James Sells is somewhere in his dreams punching at the parents. <laughs> I want you to keep this same kind of vitriol for James Harden and the 76ers. You're coming in real hardcore. Yeah, I'm happy Phillies, you did bro. bring them up. I'm actually <laughs> like, happy you did bring them up. The Phillies are finding out what it's like to be the Sixers where people expect you to win. You got two hours. Be quiet. I am so tired of you right now, bro. You're out here being so hardcore. Guess what? The LS series, the home team is lost on the other side. The away team is on the other side. This is baseball, bro. So the home team's doing what they're supposed to do. And yes, we've messed up and made mistakes. And Kimball can never beat the Jets. But my goodness, you out here talking too hardcore like the other team is a professional team. You forget the reason. No one I thought they were a professional team. You, Nobody you, thought you, this was coming back you, to Philly. You're Nobody like thought. You didn't go down and get hurt like Bryce wasn't coming at all for injury. You're talking fast about the start of the season. So, I mean, come on, bro. Be realistic. You're being real disrespectful about the Phillies. Yes, we're I'm not win being this disrespectful. Series. I'm being real. Has this, has this team handled pressure well? Be honest. Has this team handled pressure be, well? Then be, then be real about the Sixers. I heard you pander and, and, and Timmy got all about the Sixers. That's <laughs> making me mad. So all that sassy talk you talk about the Sixers and all the hope and bravado, the second round Sixers make me sick right now. Anyway, let's talk about the Sixers. Uh, let's do Eagles. it. I can stop yelling at you. Uh, all right. The keys to this game, uh, Nick's got to stay focused and stop whoopity whooping on the sidelines. Run the ball, ball control, the baby rhino. Brandon Graham has turned back the hands of time, and the defense has to show up. And we have to score in the red zone and stop the red zone. The Dolphins are prolific, but they're not prolific on the road. Other than uh, the Denver game, they are a suspect on the road. 
Yep. So coming into the link, Kelly Green Knight, let's get it. Gummers, Red Hot Gummers, watch your mouth flip flops. My man. He's so crazy. I talk to y'all. My man, still love you, buddy, even though you're you're wrong about the uh, the Sixers. But we don't have to talk about the Sixers <laughs> today. The vibes are, are low enough. I Isn't think, that without... funny, though, that like James Harden's just not showing up to practice and no one cares? I kind of yeah. love it. So I think one thing, and I guess we will talk briefly, that James Harden didn't expect is when he held out in Houston, everyone really cared. When he held out in Brooklyn, it was a major story. I just don't really think people care if he's here. No, and it really don't. we're it, so over it. It takes away his ability to uh, to cause a scene. But but yeah. one thing Black Gertie said that I think is going to be key in this game is the red zone offense. So mm-hmm. that's been a major problem for the Eagles this year. They've talked a lot about it. I know you guys have talked about it on the morning show and the mm-hmm. player interviews you've had. They all talk about it. Jason Kelsey talks about it. Sirianni's talked about it. The Miami Dolphins, number one in the league. Do you want to guess what percentage of times they get into the red zone they end with a touchdown? 95. <laughs> I like that you guessed high. James guessed 40, which was a little low. 80%. Wow. 80%. The wow. Eagles are at 45%. Dolphins, number one in the league. The Maya, uh, the Eagles, I believe, are 23rd heading into this. Yeah, bottom 10, I believe. So how do you feel, uh, before we get back to the calls, how do you feel about the offense in general? Not just the red zone offense, but I think against the Jets, obviously a, a poor performance, clearly. Mm-hmm. They were better in the red zone. Granted, not as many possessions. How do you feel about the offense heading into this game? I mean, I hope that they can – turn it around and, and you know start actually being efficient in the red zone I'm sick of seeing the stats that are like Jake Elliott is more points than the Giants <laughs> like that's yeah. not good that's yes. not a good thing you should be scoring touchdowns not making Jake Elliott go out there to kick three points every time um, I think the offense has yet to, to kind of figure it out to, to figure out their identity to find their groove um, you know, like we mentioned, it it's kind of seems like they're still testing things, right? So it's like they're running the ball a lot and then throwing the ball a lot. And then, you know, A.J. Brown has had a few big games now, but then uh, Dallas Goddard has only gotten going in one game. Yeah. They haven't really found, you know, a rhythm there. And I don't know if that's Hurts or the offense or Brian Johnson um, play calling. Like, I, I don't know. I can't pinpoint it. It comforts me to know that they're aware and that they're frustrated, especially, you know, when you see Jason Kelsey getting visibly frustrated on the sidelines that they're not able to do anything in the red zone. Uh, That's how I feel watching them, honestly. (laughs) So one thing that I'm confident in in this Eagles team and in Jalen Hurts is their resiliency and their ability to bounce back. They know the massive spot that they're in in this Sunday night game, and I do think that they can do it and and actually start you know performing on the high level that we expect them to tomorrow night um if not i mean they're going to get blown out by the miami dolphins yeah i mean they're good i do think they're gonna have to score points tomorrow i think for for the defense if they can keep the dolphins under 27 points i think the eagles should win the game like they Mm. should be expected to score more than 27 points from the defense and this is what we got into not me and you i don't remember if we ever got in a gannon fight but this was (laughs) (laughs) there's lots of people yeah um, me and James fought about him for like a year and a half. Wait, on why? Air, Are you anti-Gannon No, I'm pro-Gannon. I'm on the correct side of the oh, Gannon God. debate. But last year with Gannon, when he ever faced really good quarterbacks, and people were like, well, why do you give up all these points? Because good quarterbacks score points. So for me, this Eagles-Dolphins game is about the offense. It's not about the defense. It's about can this offense go out and win a shootout? Because that's what mm-hmm. you maybe are going to have to do. So we're going to take a quick break here. I got some real ones on the line. I see Justin from Richmond, Justin, Tennessee, Chris from Ocean City. So we got a ton of really good callers. Going to get to all you guys. But the Phillies lineup is out, and we will get the answer to whether or not Topper has overreacted and made a change or 
if he's been topper and kept things the same. So 215-592-9494. This is Go Birds Radio, Elliott Shore Parks, Devin Caney, and we'll have the Phillies lineup for you on the other side. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Go Birds Radio at the beautiful Parks Casino. It's getting crowded here. A lot of people here for Ohio State, Penn State. As a Temple guy, I could truly care less about Penn State. I didn't know you were a Temple guy. Uh, Temple made. Me and James. Yeah. Where'd you go? I went to Pitt. So I also dislike Penn State a lot. Funny story. uh, My parents went and taught at Pitt. No way. And that's where they met. Yeah. What? So I How did I never know this? I never even knew you went to Pitt. H2P, baby. Love it. I don't know about all that. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but no, Pitt is a Pitt. Pitt is a good college. I would rather go to Pitt than Penn State. I'll tell you that. Well, no offense that, to Penn that State. That is the people. correct take. Pitt is the elite school. Yeah, I never had a desire to. Go. I had a ton of friends who went to Penn State, and I'd go visit them. And it was just like so big and in the middle of nowhere. I think it's fun to go for one weekend. By the end of the weekend, I'd always be very ready to go back. to Yes, Pitt, back to, to civilization. And, yeah, you know, a city and such. So <laughs> anyway, for all our Penn State listeners, I love you guys nonetheless. But speaking of college football, this is actually a perfect uh, segue here. Another one of the Go Birds real ones, a, a very loyal and top caller of ours. Let's go to our buddy uh, Justin from Tennessee. What up, Justin? I think I might have put you on hold. I hope I didn't. Justin, how you doing? What's happening, y'all? How you doing today? How's it going, Justin? Oh, man, I'm doing good. And uh, y'all can have your pits and temples and Penn State because it's Rocky Top time down here, baby. We're playing <laughs> Alabama this season. So, uh, you playing Alabama tonight, uh, you said? Yeah, yeah Alabama. I think you guys are going to win. Today. I hope and pray we do because it's going to be a stressful day today. Got well, it's going to be stressful tonight. here, uh, Justin, but for other reasons. Fields, People, yeah. fields tonight, Eagles, yes. Dolphins tomorrow night. It's a big weekend for me down here, man. Uh, yes. How you feeling about the, uh, the, the Phillies and the Eagles? Well, okay, first off about the Eagles, I think the first one to 30 wins, and yeah. I think it's going to be Eagles, 31-27. Mm-hmm. I think the defense makes a stand. I think Dolphins have the ball last, and defense will make a stand to hang on to the victory tomorrow night. Like I said, 31-27, Eagles. Well, Phillies, so, well real quick, I okay, want to ask you ahead. an Eagles question because I thought Devin said something interesting earlier. Tua versus Jalen. I think we would yes. probably all agree Jalen is like right is the better of the two, mm-hmm. but yes. curious, Justin, where are you at? Like, I mean, obviously you watch Tua uh, a lot in college I, and of course I, in, in the, uh, watch, the NFL as well. Where are you I at with Tua and Jalen? Yeah, I watched them both coming out of college. I thought Tua was the better quarterback as of right now. I think Jalen is the better quarterback, and I think tomorrow night Jalen's going to want to prove that because he lost yeah. his job to at Alabama. That's why he had to go to Oklahoma, and that's when he started becoming a better passing quarterback. He wasn't that great throwing the ball down Alabama. He was, he was more of a he was more of a running threat. You know, he he's a big guy. You know, he he didn't squat that six hundred pounds for nothing, and they used that at Alabama. But like mm-hmm. I said, they they developed him a little bit more as a passer at Oklahoma, and he's developed even more now in the pros. And I think he's going to use that motivation that he he lost his job to Tua to have a big game tomorrow night. And the fact, like Devin said, he threw three picks last week. I don't yeah. know that he's ever done that, even in college. 
So I yeah. think I think he's going to have a big game tomorrow night. I and really look, do. Justin, I don't think, and I know Jalen won't talk about it publicly, but there is no shot he is not going into this game motivated. The the yeah. the broadcast tomorrow night yep. will be all about to you know him getting benched, the Tua thing. Like yep. Jalen's going to know that, and I think Jalen, while he's quiet, and I I respect how he handles a lot of this thing. Like he's not someone that creates headlines via the press at the podium. He is definitely someone that carries a chip on his shoulder. So. Justin, I, yep. I do think that he's going to use that quickly. How are you feeling about the Phillies? Well, that's that was my next point. You know, uh, last week when they lost the game to the Braves, Casty said, you know, whenever we get punched in the mouth, that just motivates us more. Well, they mm-hmm. got punched in the mouth a couple of days ago. Yeah. Last night they got knocked down. Yeah, it's now good, they're good not way to put it. They got they got knocked down last night. When you when you've got a free round lead like that, and then you lose it, wind up losing the game six five. You you didn't get punched in the mouth. You got knocked down. Now you've got to show if you're a real champion or not. You can get up and keep fighting. So that's what they got to do tonight. So anyway, y'all are doing a great job, Miss Devin. My wife's enjoying the book recommendation. She hopes you've uh, enjoyed hers. Oh, awesome. Yay. Yeah, Devin and my wife Amanda and James are kind of book club buddies and whatnot. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, our buddy Drew, Drew, he's not going to be able to call today. He's with his uh, in-laws for a visit. Unacceptable. Is that true from West Chester? That is true from West Chester. Yeah, that's – well, my in-law, it's my mother-in-law's birthday, and we're here today, so I just kind of snuck out of the house for a few minutes to (laughs) step in and maybe uh, do a little pinch hitting for Drew. But anyway, y'all have had a good one. Go Vials, go Fields, go Birds. We'll holler at y'all later. Love you. My man, Justin. And uh, happy – he said happy birthday to his mother-in-law. I believe so, yes. So happy birthday to his mother-in-law. I guess maybe a little more of a happy birthday to his than Drew since Drew didn't call in and Justin did. Happy birthday equally to them. I'm sure they're both very nice nice people, but... Justin I just, I just feel time. like Drew wouldn't wouldn't do that if James was on. Is all I'm going to say. Well, I feel look, a little slighted. You'll have to take that up with Drew when he calls into yeah. the morning show. And I think we all agree every loss from here on out is on Drew. Oh, 100%. Uh, 100%. Yeah. So speaking of mistakes and mistake by Drew not to call, the Phillies lineup is not out. I was lied to via text message. It's bamboozled. I'm not going to say it was the producer's fault, but it was the producer's fault. <laughs> it was 100% his fault. I'm a big accountability guy. I'm in the way I that know, I always put, push it off. Yeah. So it was his bad. But the Phillies lineup, I guess, will be out pretty soon. I mean, it's 2 o'clock. You would think yeah. it will uh, yeah, like come out 4:30. soon. At like 4.30. 4.30. Right. So we have two, are you sure about that this time? Or That's when it was <laughs> yesterday, and the game was okay. at 8. Well, 4.30, maybe you can send uh, Rob Ellis the yesterday's lineup. Whatever. To, uh, no, I'm Twitter. just kidding. I appreciate the help. You're doing a, a phenomenal job. But So we don't have the lineup to talk about yet. But on the other side, I do want to talk more about what Topper should do. Is he Should he keep Harper, in, obviously, in the three-hole, but then who should he have protect him? Should he stick with Boehm? Should he move Castellanos up? And also, I do want to get more into something we haven't talked about. Uh, Stubbs making headlines, giving mm-hmm. some potential uh, motivation to the Diamondbacks. So I'm curious for your perspective on that. Going to get into all that on the other side. This is Go Birds Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. And what a time of the year it is for Philly sports fans. Baseball playoffs, plus the birds and college football too. Fly guys, hockey, Philly basketball is right around the corner. Live bet it all on the Bet Parks Sportsbook app. Nobody does live in-game betting better than Bet Parks. Bet on the action as it happens. Join me right now and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet and get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. It must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. The Bet Parks Sportsbook is the only sporting 
betting app that I use myself, and it's the only one I recommend to all the GoBirds listeners and all my friends. It's safe and it's easy to use. Live betting, parlays, prop teasers, they have it all on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. 